Hey everyone, welcome to the Within Her Soul podcast. I'm Jordan. And I'm Sydney. And we are two Jesus-loving women who have a lot to say about living as Christians in this modern day world. We deep dive into tough to talk about topics that we know you're battling with. We expose all things relationships, soul care, sex, healing from your past, and more. We give practical advice in these areas, but also share comedic stories of our own lessons learned and normalize what being a Christian woman in today's society is really like. So buckle up, friend. It's going to get real, real quick. Welcome back to the podcast. We are so glad you've joined us again. This week, we're talking about the dangers of worldly manifestation. This term, you I know you hear it and see it thrown around all over social media. I'm manifesting this into my life. The universe is bringing this into my life. I'm going to manifest this and make this goal happen. It's so common in today's culture, and it's actually a part of the New Age movement. This is not something that is biblical. And it's actually a form of idolatry when it comes down to it. So there's a lot of dangers that can come behind this or with this. And it just to be like flat out honest, like it's not something that we as Christians need to be entertaining. Yeah. We're ready to kind of deep dive into this today and talk about some of the dangers of it and what manifestation, quote unquote, would look like from a Christian perspective, yeah. <laughs> which then it wouldn't actually be called manifestation, but it's faith, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So really just living our lives through faith in the Lord and prayer instead of this, this worldly manifestation. Yeah. I'm excited to get into this topic about manifestation because one, I struggled with this. I'm not even realizing I struggled with this, thought it was completely okay and taught everyone I know how to do it as well. So that was interesting, an interesting season for sure. But what's crazy is I was still a a devoted Christian at that time as well. So it's kind of interesting that you sometimes are doing things that you don't even realize you're doing and practicing new age things because our culture is going to push things on us that seem okay. They're going to seem glorious. It's going to seem peaceful. It's going to seem like it's bringing a solution to your problems when we know the only solution to your problem is Jesus. And we know that. So I wanted to go through and actually read what manifestation is. And I was just Googling what the internet had to say about it. And so came across this article from watermark.org and it said, manifestation is the idea that you can bring a positive outcome into your life by simply quote unquote, claiming it as your own and believing it will happen. A quick internet search will show you some of your favorite celebrities who say they found success and wealth by mindfully focusing on their dream lives and goals until they become a reality. Others swear by, and I've never heard of this personally, but the 369 method, journaling once and desires multiple times a day, morning, noon, and night until they happen. With manifestation, you are trying to man the control panel of your life. So basically... In other words, you believe that everything that you have in your life is because you made it happen. You believed it, you journaled it, you spoke it into existence. And I think the reason why we teeter-totter on new age versus biblical principle is because we actually are called to speak life. We actually are called to live in abundance. We actually are called to to let the Lord know our wants and desires, even though he already knows them. 
But we sometimes do those things and we're actually under this assumption or uh, we're actually under the principle of witchcraft because you're thinking you're doing it on your own rather than you getting it from God himself and giving him glory in that. And so this is kind of a tough topic, I think, because it's hard to sometimes even distinguish which side you're sitting on. And I definitely teeter-tottered between both before I realized, oh, this way is the wrong way and this way is the right way. I didn't really understand that at the time whenever I was doing it. Well, and I think another reason that we get the two confused um, is because they both require faith of some sort, right? Except the difference is manifestation requires a lot of faith in yourself and slash or the universe. Whereas Christian faith is faith in God. It's faith in what the Lord can do for you. And so I just want to encourage you if, you know, if you do practice manifestation, first of all, we're not here to shame you by any means. We want to help bring some light to the situation. And I think that you'll actually walk away from this feeling very relieved because from someone who used to practice manifestation as well, Jordan and I both did and, you know, in our own ways. Yeah. Um, it is absolutely freaking exhausting yeah. when you're constantly having to work yourself up to believe that you can make this thing happen if I just focus on it enough. I mean, it is so draining. And if you just shift from having that faith in yourself and slash or the universe, which the universe is is not real. (laughs) The universe is just the universe. Like God created the universe. It doesn't have a mind. Um, but if you can just switch your focus and, or your, yeah, your, your focus and where your faith is from having that faith in yourself and your abilities to putting that faith in the Lord and the God of the universe and Jesus Christ, the Holy spirit, then you're going to be on the right track. Yeah. And it's going to be this whole weight off your shoulders because God is going to be taking care of it for you. So be encouraged by this, this podcast, if you have been someone who's been practicing this, because you're going to feel a lot less stressed (laughs) and a lot more, I feel like, I I guess like free after this, once you realize that, like, I don't have to try to control all of this. Yeah. I just give this to the Lord because God loves me and he's going to do what's best for me. Yeah. And I think one thing I really had to come to terms with, like, I love journaling. I love speaking affirming words. I love pouring life over people, over myself. But I say this to kind of rip this bandaid off. Those journal entries are not predicting the rest of your life. There's already an author of your life who created you, informed you in your mother's womb, who already has a divine calling on your life. And I think Sometimes we, it's almost too much for our minds to comprehend a God who created every cell of our being and knows every hair on our head. Like sometimes that's too big for us to understand. So in order for us to like bring God back to our understanding, we process it by saying, oh, well, I'm getting this because I journaled it and I put life to it. And I, I made this happen because it is, it's too big for our minds to comprehend and sometimes we forget that, no, there is a God who who guides our path and lights the way for us and allows us to have the things that we have. And I'll be honest, something that I did a lot whenever I did think I could manifest my own life. Well, and I want to be careful because I do think we all have free will. 
which we do get to decide what kind of life we have, but there's context to that. We have free will. So yeah, to have a bad life would be to always be negative, making terrible decisions that have consequences. Like we all have free will. So we are going to the way that we act, the way that we do things all have consequences. Therefore, we do have control on how our life looks. But just simply stating out loud, I want a million dollars. 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 That is not necessarily just going to happen. And if it did, taking my own ownership for it is what is not biblical. But what I was going to say was I used to participate in manifestation and say things like, well, according to your word, Lord, it says, ask and I shall receive. So Lord, I'm asking. Like I was asking for selfish once and manipulating the Lord's scripture on what that actual scripture meant because I wanted it to just match what I wanted. I wanted it to to partner with the little things that I thought were important. And what's crazy is that really that scripture is asking you shall receive, you know, I will fulfill the desires of your heart. Like those type of scriptures was not necessarily tied to just materialistic things. Like that was actually emotional desires of your heart, character desires and things that make you who you are and who God's called you to be. It's when you're walking in a season of your life and you're like, I prayed for this. Those are those little desires of your heart that you didn't even expose to anyone else. And God knew exactly what would please you because he is, he's the perfect gift giver. So manifestation is the whole plan is to take you from the Lord is a perfect gift giver to I am the gift giver. I am the one in control. I have to do this for my life. There's nothing else that is going to let me get to this place or let me do what I want to do unless I do it. It's all about you, no one else. We know as Christians, we're called to live. We're supposed to die to self. We're supposed to not trust our own understanding. <laughs> we're supposed to be so far away from ourselves. And dependent on God, that that's what really opened my eyes to like, wait, I don't think this is fully right. I don't think this is what God is having or what God would say to do in these moments. And that's actually what got me away from it is to kind of step back and be like, would God encourage this? You know, would God want me to be manifest, like manifesting my life? Or would he rather me just going in prayer and letting him know my, my areas of suffering or my areas of worry or my areas of fear and just giving those to him and not trying to do it all on my own. Yeah. And I actually had three points to make on, you know, why manifestation is dangerous. And Jordan, what you just said just leads me right into the first one is that number one, it's a form of idolatry. Manifestation is you're idolizing number one, yourself, recognizing yourself as capable and worthy to achieve something alone without God. And you're also idolizing whatever you're trying to quote unquote manifest into your life. I mean, I used to have like posters and backgrounds on my phone and on my computer and all this of like the ranks that I was going for in the previous company that, and I'm not saying that all that's terrible, but I became so obsessed with manifesting it and making it happen in my life that it's all that I thought about. And I think that anything that we give that high position in our mind and our heart, that's absolutely idolatry. Nothing should, should be in that place more than the Lord. Right. Right. And then secondly, manifestation is dangerous because you may end up pursuing the wrong things. If you pursue goals and dreams with the Lord, 
by including him through prayer and relying on him to lead you, then you'll always end up with a much happier outcome. You might be, you know, if you're if you're doing this on your own, you're trying to bring something into your life without God, you may chase the wrong treasure pot. And then you get to the end of it, the end of the rainbow, you get the treasure pot and you're like, this isn't really that great. Whereas if we walk with the Lord and pursue through prayer, through faith in him, holding our desires with open palms instead of closed fists, Lord, this is what's going to happen. This is what I'm making happen. This is what we're going to do. You know, saying, God, if this is your will, like lead me, show me my steps today. To, to, for this to happen. And then praising him and glorifying him along the way, that's including him in the journey. And he, we're going to be so much happier always because all of his, uh, what's the verse, his paths, uh, his ways are pleasant and his paths are peace. And it makes me think of Proverbs 3, 5, that says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And honestly, I needed the reminder of that scripture Lean not on your own understanding because manifestation or not, like we, I think we all can have the tendency to think that we're enough and to think that we know enough and we can make things happen if we just try hard enough and we're wise enough when really it says, do not lean on your own understanding. We use the wisdom that the Lord gives us. We rely on, um, you know, the knowledge that he's given us, but we still completely trust in the Lord. And give back to him whatever he's giving to us. And then the third point on why manifestation is dangerous is because it's ignoring the sovereignty of God. The Bible says that God is a jealous God. He created us to praise him, to worship him. And we're completely abandoning that if we are taking the glory for ourselves. Mm. You know, I just got this picture in my head. I don't know if this is accurate, so you can tell me if not, but I imagine like a little kid, like an elementary school and like waking up in the morning and being like, oh, I just can't wait till I have spaghetti for dinner. I just can't wait till I have spaghetti for dinner. I can't wait till I have spaghetti for dinner. They go to school. They're still thinking about it. They maybe doodle on their paper. They're like really excited. They just really want spaghetti for dinner. They get (laughs) home and his like the child's mom or dad knows that they love spaghetti and they have spaghetti every Tuesday night or something. And like they get spaghetti for dinner. And that kid is now thinking I manifested spaghetti for dinner. But what they don't see is the mom who loves their child so much, who saw the doodles on his homework that night, who went to the store, grabbed the pasta, did the sauce, made sure to like get it on time and cooked it and put it in front of you. And that person is thinking I made this happen. And you're like missing the point of the gift. Like you miss the initial point that it was a gift of love because the Lord loves you so much and wants good things for you. Now, not to say that there's also things that I think we get in life that could, we've talked about this before that you could have just done on your own and bulldozed everyone to get. And you're at the top, but every good gift from God, you will feel that peace from him. You will feel satisfied. And like something for me I've learned is because sometimes it's hard. You're like, Lord, was this from you or am I doing this in my own way? But like typically when you're doing something in your own, you don't feel satisfied. You feel like you want more. You feel like you need more. You want to strive for more. You need more status, more fame, more everything. 
And like the Lord wants us to live an abundance. He doesn't want you to struggle. He's not a God that like wants you to feel that stress. Like he wants to take care of us in all ways, financially, emotionally, spiritually, like he is the provider for all things. But I think if you're questioning, like, how do I know? How do I know what is something that I'm doing in my own and something that I'm doing with the Lord's provision? Like, I really do believe this is my own personal opinion. There's peace that comes with certain decisions that you make. And it's true peace. It's not, this is what I really want. I'm going to do it anyways. And I'm just going to create peace because I want peace. Like there really is a calming peace and presence of the Lord that will come upon you and come through you when you are in his will. So with manifestation, and we'll go into some soul scriptures as well, but like going in and thinking about manifestation, it should always be aligned with God's word and the will for your life. Like truly, I think if you're struggling with this, change everything that you've thought about getting on your own and attaching Lord, if it's your will, the Lord already knows his will for our life. But if we're constantly telling the Lord what it should be instead, we're just fighting against a God who's way more powerful than us. So yeah, like Sid said in the very beginning, you're going to get exhausted. It's going to feel tiring and you're going to burn out. And I think that's how you know when you're going after the things that God maybe didn't even have for you. And this last thing I'll say before we go into soul scriptures, something I really confused myself with was if I was in God's will and like practicing being in God's will, that means it wasn't going to be hard. That means it didn't, it wasn't going to be challenging. I thought the Lord's will would be full of easygoing, just happy, happy, happy all, all the time because he wants us to be happy. But something I've learned lately and just growing spiritually is that the Lord cares way more about our character than anything. So if he allows you to struggle, that doesn't necessarily mean you're not in the will of God. So if you're in a season where you're like, I'm trying to manifest this thing in my life because I'm struggling so badly and I just can't live like this anymore. I think shifting our gears and asking the Lord, Lord, why are you having me go through this? Like reveal to me why I'm going through this because the Lord already knows your heart. You don't need to focus on begging the universe for these things because one, God created the universe. So you're ultimately just asking God anyways. So give credit to where it's due but he cares about you and he wants to help you out of this. And we want you to be partnering with faith in these areas so that when it happens, you're not giving yourself credit and you're not creating a false God. You're giving credit to the the sovereign Lord who created you and loves you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So hopping into our soul scriptures for the week, first Corinthians 12, seven I'm not going to say this is the only scripture that has the word manifestation in it, but this is the only one that we could find um, that actually has the word manifestation. And it says to each is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. And so that is the only instance of this manifestation that we see in the Bible. And it says the manifestation of the spirit, the Holy Spirit living inside of you. And this uh, particular chapter, 1 Corinthians 12, is talking about the spiritual gifts. So you're going to have, as you walk with Christ, you're going to be manifesting the spiritual gifts. The spiritual gifts are the things from the Lord that he uses for the common good of other people, which is the discerning of spirits, the laying on of hands and healing, speaking in tongues, all these different gifts. 
And it says that they are used for the common good. So the difference in this worldly manifestation and what the Bible says is true is that the shift isn't, a. it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about helping others in the kingdom. That's what God wants for us to do. It's about what we can contribute to others. And we we just have to remember that Jesus came to serve, not to be served. Yeah, mm, that's, so, mm, that's so good. Another scripture is 2 Peter 1, 21. And it says, for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were created along by the Holy Spirit. And Really, this is talking about prophetic words and hearing from God. But what I wanted to kind of take into this is that nothing was created by man first. Like everything that man had came up with, inventions, everything that we know today, technology, everything that we have in our brains is formatted from God himself. Like he is the one that did that. Nothing came from our own heads, basically. And like even the next scripture is our last one, but Romans 119 says the same thing. It says, for what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them, meaning God revealed it to them. Everything that you have, everything that you've experienced, all the knowledge, wisdom, intelligence that you have has been revealed to you from God. And so it's just coming back down to a place, even like Sid said, like everything that we do should be coming from a place of us wanting to be more like Jesus, being more Christ-like, having the Holy Spirit and how we can serve others and advance the kingdom of God. Because as we go into the end times and the, you know when Jesus is going to come back, we know people are going to need God more than ever. And so all of these scriptures are supposed to be helping you equip yourself to be more for others and less of yourself. So wouldn't it make sense that manifestation is helping you become obsessed with power? You know, it's it's helping you and it's making us feel like we have power and it's a false narrative. It's a big lie. And it, I think it sends you more down into depression and anxiety, suicidal thoughts. Like I think it actually is connected to a lot of other witchcraft and new age and things. It's almost like the entry, you know, it's like, oh, just start putting things out to the universe and seeing what happens. Let's test the universe. You land on something and obsess over it. And now that has now separated you from God. It's, it's created that division and that's what the enemy wants. And so we hope from this podcast, you're just hearing us that everything that you need slash want slash desire, God already knows. And he wants you to come to him for, for those things. He's not a He's not like, he's not a mean God. He's a just God, but he also wants you to have those things. He does want to see those things come to pass, but he cares about your character way more, (laughs) you know? So he's going to want to see that with some faith. He's going to want to see that with some trials. Maybe he might want to see you go through certain things. But at the end of the day, I think when you think about all the things you have, you can find beautiful things that the Lord has given given us throughout that journey. Okay, so our soul assignment today, really it's simple. Just go and if you're someone who journals, if you're someone who manifests things, if you're someone who's been kind of idolizing this, if I put it out there, I'm gonna make it happen myself. Just have a moment with the Lord today where one, you just repent that you want him to be the author of your life that you do not want to take control, that you don't want to lean on your own understanding and you give that back to him. And then I just encourage that if you're, because journaling is not wrong and meditating and like 
manifesting, like if you're going to do that, it needs to be within the word itself. Like fill yourself up with the word and lean on the Bible and the Holy Spirit to guide you in everything you do. And so as you're walking into that, I would just encourage you to connect everything that you ask for, everything that you wish for or stressing about or worrying about, just connect it to the will of God for your life. Just say, Lord, here's where I'm at. And I just want to walk in your will for my life and watch what he starts to do for you. Cause I truly believe once you've connected and you really, and I think we have an episode on this of like how to know you're in the, in God's will for your life. You guys can go back and find that. But I really do think a lot of things change when you give up and like die to yourself and really allow the Lord to, to fully take over. Don't, don't put all those things on your shoulders because they were never meant to be everything that you've done. That that wasn't the intention. Um, And so, yeah, just start lifting up everything in prayer and not by your own doing and just see how the Lord impacts your life. Cause it definitely has changed for me when I started doing this. All right. Well, I'm going to pray us out and we hope that you join us next week. Dear God, um, I pray that you will just help us to be very discerning when it comes to this manifestation concept. Help us to recognize when we're falling into this deception from the enemy, because that's truly what it is, is a deception to get us focused on anything but you and help us to stay focused on you, God, and to always give glory where glory is due. And that is from you, because the word tells us that every good and perfect gift comes from above. Even our gifts and our talents that enable us to do whatever we're good at still comes from you. So help us to recognize that, to give you glory always, and to keep our focus on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening in this week. Just for hanging out with us, we want to give you a free gift. Go to withinhersoul.co slash freebie to grab your free quiet time template. This will be your guide during your alone time with Jesus. You'll journal your highs and lows, record your prayers, and you'll be able to express how you feel the Lord is speaking to you every time you spend time with Him. It's extremely helpful if you're needing some guidance on how to find a quiet time routine that works for you. And before you go, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't ever miss a new episode. You can also catch us at withinhersoul.co on Insta. We'd love for you to message us and let us know how we can pray for you. This is the Within Her Soul podcast. We can't wait to chat with you next week. See you then.